0: welcome back to another episode of digital discussions unfiltered this week i am sharing a conversation that i had with the fabulous ruth ruth is the amazing creative force behind xoxo designs by ruth who you know she loves all of the color if you follow her on instagram you'll know what i'm talking about but she loves all the color creates green cards pins, prints and everything patterns that you could ever, ever want. And she was an absolute joy to talk to. So in this episode, Ruth shares with us her biggest challenges, some of her mistakes. We talk about uh, the difference between what Etsy has done for her business and building her own website. And also she shares her two top tips for anybody that is just starting out. So without further ado here's my conversation with Ruth okay hello lovely Ruth how are you I'm good thank you how are you yeah I'm good thank you I can't believe
1: it's Monday again I know what are you gonna do I know this year right there's no <laughs> oh, word
0: yeah I think you should just leave it at that just <laughs> yeah. this
1: year
0: this year yeah yeah <laughs> Um, cool, well, Percy, thanks so much for agreeing to be a guest. Thank you for having me and with every guest, I like to give them a bit of a challenge to introduce themselves to my wonderful listeners of the podcast in thirty seconds or less. That is a little bit of a challenge, and if you go over the thirty seconds, all that I ask is that you make a very small donation of five pounds to the charity mind. Do you think you're up for the challenge? I'll definitely give it a try. <laughs> winging it (laughs) yep exactly always winging it cool i've got my stopwatch ready so ready
1: yeah go okay so hi everyone i am ruth i am the creator founder whatever you want to call it never know what to call myself of xoxo designs by ruth i create colorful greetings cards pins patches keyrings calendars you name it I've probably tried to do it at some point um my work is usually involved in inspiring people and to just celebrate the small wins in life whether that's a big win or a small win life can be hard so it's good that we can celebrate whatever we can and whenever we can um oh oh no uh I love oh inspiration color pattern I love space and florals and just give me all color every color do i have to go all the way to 30 seconds
0: i mean you've gone to 55
1: <laughs> oh my god are you having a laugh <laughs> 30 seconds isn't that long oh my god it really isn't i really thought that was like 20 seconds <laughs> okay.
0: that was amazing though well done Rune. round of applause <laughs> good times
1: fifty five seconds thirty seconds it's the same same thing, <laughs> why not
0: yeah <laughs> cool, so that's amazing, so I guess I think from my point of view, my first question is, did you what you do now with xO designs by Ruth is that what you always wanted to do like how did you how did it become a thing
1: i uh, I feel like this is quite similar for a lot of people. it just kinda happened, so yeah i um I did study design at uni i did digital interaction design which was really interesting but also really confusing because there was computing parts in it that didn't merge well with my with my brain whatsoever um so after I graduated I studied at Dundee after I graduated I moved to London just because I had no idea what else to do and got a job was working full-time just in a in a retail store and was kind of like realized that I wasn't being creative anymore and missed that so I opened an Etsy shop in 2012 and was just selling random cards of just random things that I'd like hand painted and stuff and then realized that I quite liked doing it and I was enjoying being creative again and then in 2013 um my mum got diagnosed with ovarian cancer she's all good now she helps me out all the time um but I wanted to say thanks to Maggie Centers for supporting us through it, so uh, I donated fifty percent of my profits to Maggie's for my Christmas cards, and that's how it started. So just from that, I knew I wanted to say thank you somehow. I didn't know how the only way I really knew how was to create to create something. so that's how I did, started it, loved it, and then just kept on going.
0: That's so lovely. I genuinely had no idea. Um, so firstly I'm so glad to hear that your mum is okay yeah she's all good
1: she is my she loves to pack she does all the mum and my dad do all the bits and bobs that I can't really do anymore because it takes too long but it's very much appreciated not so much this year because you know we can't really visit people anymore but they are my extended household but still
0: yeah but that's so cool so it's almost like a family affair then
1: yeah sort of not that my mum tries to make the decisions but I we argue (laughs) she's also artistic so that it doesn't work
0: yeah I think that's the same me and my mum are very much the same we tried to work together and it's like just two heads clashing I'm like
1: yeah yeah. let's just, just not yeah it just doesn't work as much as we like we're like yes we can do this I can ask you for help it always never works out well yeah
0: so well that's pretty cool though so you moved down to London and just kind of you were missing that creativity I think you're right I think that so many small businesses start exactly the same way. It's something it's almost like something's missing. So yeah, you kind definitely. of go in search for it and then yeah. all of a sudden this thing is born. So I mean, what made you what made you choose the products that you create? Because obviously, I mean, I follow you on Instagram and that's how I come to know about you, but obviously I see a lot a lot more kind of greetings cards and things like that over anything else. So why? Yeah why those products why not I don't know a graphic a website or
1: a graphic designer well that's far too hard (laughs) (laughs) that's mainly why um no well mainly I had always made greetings cards to friends and family when I grew up um so it's just something I'd always done and never really put any thought into like not like why I enjoyed it I just liked doing it and then That was kind of the first thing that just I I had a thought, oh, I need to create a birthday card, let's do this. And then it came from that. And then the reason I like doing it now is I feel like they're tiny pieces of artwork. So even though they're just a greeting card, they can be I hope that people would like put them up on their wall and not just chuck them out like any normal greeting card. They're just that little bit special. And I like every time I create one, I'm like, okay, this is a piece of art. Would I like this in my house type thing? that's so cool
0: and actually I would have to agree with you because I think every time you post on Instagram I think should I just buy that card and then just cut the back <laughs> off
1: yeah, and yeah stick it on my wall like yeah. or put it in a frame or that's so cool thank you um weirdly I'm looking at well because I'm in my studio I'm looking at my cards right now and I can see them all and yes I feel like it's really important I mean obviously stuff has to look good why would you design something that didn't <laughs> yeah. look good but yeah I think that is one part that's important to me is to always make it look nice it has to look like I could put it on my wall yeah
0: and it's kind of it's multi-purpose then isn't it Like as you yeah. say I think greetings cards greetings cards for me I think in the last I probably stopped sending cards yeah, yeah, about five or six years ago because I just kind of felt like cards for me are almost like flowers which I know this is going to get either a really good reaction or a really bad reaction <laughs> but like, for me, I don't like being bought flowers because they just they just die in a week. And I'm like, it's just another thing I've got to find room in the bin
1: for. Yeah, I get and- that. I mean, I love flowers, but I don't like when they die. And it's really yeah. like, oh, that was it. Like, I want them to last laugh <laughs> longer.
0: It's like, it's like an anti-climax, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, they're lovely. And then they die and then you're like, oh, Yeah. So I feel like cards are a bit like that for me as well. So I think... Yeah. I think I've become the person in the family that everyone's like, yeah, don't expect a card from Lorna. Cause I'm like, we well, were just going to throw it in the bin. So I absolutely love that you kind of put effort into thinking about what happens after the occasion.
1: Yeah. I think like, you're not the only one who thinks like that. And I know, I, I know a lot of people that don't, uh, I was going to say sell cards. Of course not. Don't uh, send cards. There's a word um, because of that right reason. and And it makes sense. And, um also as well like for the environment and stuff so again that's why I always make sure that everything is good for the environment so it doesn't harm it because yeah that is another reason why people may not want to send cards but if something is fine for the environment and good for the environment then why not and it's nice to have something through your door that's how uh, how I always try and envision it like I love when I get post
0: yeah I think it's such a it's not a normal thing anymore is it the only thing you yeah. can get through the door are bills and mm-hmm. speeding tickets so yeah. if something if something nice pops through your door then actually yeah I yeah can, like
1: uh, expected or unexpected it's great yes. I love it every time
0: yeah I think there's definitely something to be said for sending somebody something nice without yeah. them
1: expecting yeah that's it. like when I uh send cards like direct recipient and there's like some lovely words in it. I'm like, oh, that's so nice. They're going to oh. love opening that and read it. Like that's so nice. Like even I'm feeling like warmed by it. It's not got nothing to do with me, but it's just nice. Oh, that's so lovely. <laughs> it's the small oh. things. Love that.
0: Okay, so in terms of, I always have to remind myself that this is kind of a business and marketing podcast because I could just chat about just <laughs> everyday yeah, yeah. stuff. <laughs> so in terms of business,
1: <laughs> yes, business. Let's talk business.
0: Let's talk business. What would you say, from your point of view, have been your biggest kind of challenges that you've had to go through, overcome, all of that kind of jazz?
1: I, there's a lot. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, Well, I'd say the first thing was when I was building up my business, I was still working in, uh, first of all, it started as a full time job. And then I slowly lowered my hours at my current, at my day job so it was really difficult to work out the time and work out how um to make things work and and manage that time and make it work but also make sure that I had time for doing like other social things as well as doing everything that I wanted to do for my business but it did really make it hard to grow um yeah and i've only been full time since last february so oh wow I have, I, yeah I've been running my business for seven years but only really properly not not properly that's not the right word to use because it was a proper business back then but being able to put my full effort into it only since last February and it has made such a difference it does seem to be a lot busier because I can put in that that time to it but I also found it so frustrating because I couldn't do it because I just had no time like I started so I was full-time and then I went to um four days a week and then I stayed at four days a week for about four, four or five years and then went down to three days a week and then I just had to bite the bullet and and quit my job. Um, and, what, so, and what would you say was that kind
0: of turning point? Because obviously there's a couple of things that you've just said in there that I want to pick up on. Firstly, okay. I think so many people would resonate, I definitely do, with trying, because I think so many businesses are started as a side thing side hustle if you like yeah and I completely agree and empathize with having a full-time job trying to start something else and then trying to have a life as well yeah it's it's pretty much impossible really yeah I'd agree if I'm honest (laughs) but what what would you say was that kind of turning point for you to you just said I had to bite the bullet like what did you have to did you feel like you had to get to a certain level of sales or a certain kind of savings like amount in your savings or what what was the thing that made you kind of go no that's it I'm done I'm going to do this full time
1: um it was actually my day job had been so supportive of me having like my business as well as working at my job and they understood that I had two jobs essentially but all of a sudden they kind of weren't so supportive to put it nicely and otherwise I mean and then that was it I just I I quit within a week of them uh, saying that so there was obviously there was bits and bobs to it but it gave me the kick up the bum to do it otherwise I don't think I would have left I would have just kept on going because I didn't really have a goal in sight I just I'm not very good with goals because I always worry if I don't make them I feel like it's the worst thing ever. So, um,
0: I'm so glad you said that because I'm exactly the same. I don't
1: really like goals because what happens if I make a goal and I don't reach it? Then I'll feel bad about it, but I've still done well.
0: But also, like, what happens if you do reach in it and you realise it's not actually what you wanted?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh God, I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. Goals I'm so yet.
0: bad with them. I'm so bad with them.
1: Yeah, I just talk myself out of it. Um. So yeah, that's if I hadn't had got that push to leave. I don't think I would have left and yeah it was scary and it was um like I didn't really know how it was going to work or what was going to happen uh but I knew for my mental health as well I knew it was the right thing to do and I knew I just had to leave and just work my butt off to see where I could get
0: and now look at you
1: who's laughing I know. now I know I am quite uh shocked pleased and proud that I am where I am now but it's also crazy at the same time it's so good though it must
0: like you must get that kind of sense of I did this and I did it all yeah. on my own
1: and I do always want to make sure that people realize that it's not an overnight success by any means I know that doesn't yes. happen to people but like I said seven years this has been I've been doing this like it's not just I've not gone to sleep one night and woken up um being successful and I still wouldn't even say I'm successful now I'm getting there I'm working towards it without any goals <laughs> um <laughs> but uh yeah like it is it's hard work and it doesn't it doesn't just happen overnight
0: I agree and I think you saying I'm still not a success I'm working on it what the kind of provokes my next question what is success to you because I think success is so subjective that in the world that we live in now people go oh she's really successful and I'm like yeah, but you're judging that based on your own perception of what success is, not what Yeah, there's... definitely.
1: Yeah. So what what does success mean to you or look like to you? To be honest, I don't really know either. Yeah. Like I just want to keep doing what I'm doing, grow, expand, try different things, do different things. Um I would I guess if I was like really thinking about it, my favorite stationery brand is Rifle Paper Co and I have okay. I have lots of their stuff everywhere um but how they work is they it was it's a girl Anna Bond who's an illustrator and then she has worked like first started off just her and her husband and she was doing everything and now it's worked to where she kind of designs stuff and then obviously she has a team of people that put it onto products and all that kind of stuff I would love to be able to just like sit and design all day every day that sounds great because that's what I love doing um, but then at the same time, it has been really interesting learning lots of things that I never thought I would ever have to learn in the first place. So it's difficult to define that success.
0: Yeah. Um. What What would you say are those things that you've had to learn that you never really thought? Because I think a lot of people, I've spoken to a lot of people recently, like, yeah. like an insane amount of people, because <laughs> I did some market research. I spent about 18 hours on the phone. Uh, oh in my less God. than like four days. Oh wow! And so yeah, <laughs> I was very tired. Um, but I think it's so interesting getting other people's um perceptions and ideas and and opinions. What would you say are the the things that you had to learn that you maybe never really really uh, excuse me stick my teeth
1: back in you never really realized you would have to learn? Marketing is a big thing that I am currently getting my teeth into like obviously I knew I would have to do marketing and stuff but like more like I'm really looking into Facebook ads and stuff and um that is a whole new language and it's a whole nother world yeah yeah like just all like this top of funnel stuff I'm like I was reading it, and I'm like what's what's that what's and I was like whoa this is really making my brain work and like I didn't feel like it had worked for so long you know when you're like you're just kind of like doing stuff, and then your brain suddenly kicks in, and you're like, "Whoa, okay, I'm making my brain work." Um, so that definitely hurt my brain, but in a good way. Like it is enjoyable to learn, and then it's a it's a good feeling when you make it work. But yeah, that's definitely something. that yeah, a challenge. I agree. I yeah. think for me,
0: my my biggest one was accounting. Oh God, don't know. I don't know, don't even get I don't know why.
1: No, I can't do that either.
0: <laughs> I don't know why, but I just kind of thought like. almost like when you kind of go okay I'm gonna go work for myself it wasn't the first thing that came to my mind that I thought yeah you don't think about it I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to send invoices I'm going to have to
1: fill out a tax (laughs) tax return I'm quite lucky one of my friends that I worked with in London he is now an accountant so he helps me out big time but I always remember like back when I was only like a year or two in it in my business and one of my friends like you need to register your company go make it a limited company go and get on company's house it's like okay okay so I did it and then I was telling my pal and he was like what did you just do and I was (laughs) like what and he was like Uh oh he's like I mean it's fine but it 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 means you really have to do your tax returns like like properly because it's a limited company it's not a self-assessment and I was like oh okay so uh luckily he helped me do it one year and then we like dissolved the limited company and then he was like don't ever do that again I was like don't you worry I won't so luckily he helped me out sometimes we learn the
0: the biggest lessons by making the biggest mistakes right
1: exactly yeah I was just so excited and then he was like no you didn't just do that did you and I was like <laughs> yeah w- what's wrong with that and he was like no 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 oh well <laughs> Okay, so
0: apart from registering as a limited company and not wanting to be a limited company, (laughs) what would you say is the biggest mistake you've made in business?
1: Oh. um, (laughs) No
0: pressure.
1: (laughs) uh, I guess, I mean, this is kind of like a weird roundabout mistake, but not um, like trusting myself and trusting my gut. Yeah. I'm very much an overthinker. So... I will design something and be like I love it and then when I go to order it I'm like I hate it what am I doing don't do it and then it won't happen but you never know that might have been really successful but I've put it behind me and I've ignored it and I think I definitely I guess it's not a mistake though is it am I cheating the question
0: <laughs> I mean I think I definitely agree with you because I think so many of us do
1: it yeah yeah um, I'm In sure I've made a million and one mistake, mistakes, but I can't think of any currently. No, that's all right. Don't worry about it. Um, and I
0: guess from your point of view, I kind of going backwards a little bit to the the success question, mm-hmm. if somebody was kind of, what I mean, what, what tips or advice would you give somebody that was looking at you and going, I want to be just like Ruth, I, I want a business like that you know, you're, you're probably, you're up to about almost 6,000 followers on Instagram, aren't you? Um, Yeah, which is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, like last week, I had a conversation with a friend who somehow, she doesn't really understand how, but she's, she's grown an Instagram account to an insane amount of followers. Uh And I said to her, like, you're smashing it. And she went, I'm really not, because that it's just followers.
1: I I can't. I, I actually. Have... I think I know who you're talking to. Just have the same name as me. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you know, and it just it kind of broke my heart a little bit. But there is that kind of, there is that perception, isn't there? Of x yeah. amount of followers means they're filthy rich and they're absolutely you know smashing it.
1: I know it's so difficult to, not like we can't rely on on followers and like social media and stuff but also it's a huge marketing tool so we can't not use it but also it doesn't mean anything really at the same time so it's really difficult to find like a happy medium with it and the conversations I've had with that person also (laughs) um (laughs) is that we just have to like forget that we're posting to people and try and post what we want to do and post what we like and what helps us and hopefully people resonate with what we're sharing and then that would help others in the long run and and whatnot and um going back to the success stuff I would say just you just have to go for it and don't overthink and post what you want to post design what you want to design and put it out there like it is so easy nowadays to start like your own shop if it's on Etsy or even Thoughtful you can just upload designs on there and that's you you don't actually have to physically do orders yourself stuff like that is such a good way to just get started and test the waters and see what you enjoy doing and then it just kind of goes from there like maybe people want to go further into it or they just like it as kind of a little side hustle to switch their brain off like whatever just make it make it what works for you the most don't don't try and follow someone else's path or or compare. I mean, we all compare. It's impossible yeah. not to. But I think it is important to not, well, it's definitely important just to not think about other people and just focus on what you want to do and just go with it and try.
0: Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. And you've mentioned Etsy a couple of times. Do you, you obviously sell on Etsy. Is Etsy your kind of your main
1: uh, channel for sales? Well, I'm kind of in a competition with Etsy and my Shopify website right now. Um, Yes, Etsy, I've been, go- I've been going with Etsy since 2012. And I'd say up until about a month ago, it was my main source. But now, since I've been having my marketing brain on-ish, <laughs> it's definitely not graduated. It's just a very small part of my brain that can suss them out. <laughs> uh, it has made my Shopify store more um out there and I guess with Instagram it's helping as well. So it's kind of tied right now with Etsy and uh Shopify and I'm on not in the high street as well and that just ticks along by itself.
0: Amazing. What what would you say I've got a bit of a love hate relationship with Etsy, I think. I think because oh, yeah. my 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 background is very much kind of craft brands. Mm-hmm. Um and so I think I've got quite a strong opinion I think <laughs> which I, I feel try like not to voice with
1: you I, I agree <laughs> with you
0: but what what would you say for you it's obviously worked what was your kind of your main reason for building a shopify website and not just sticking with etsy
1: the fees <laughs> okay yeah um and also really more I wanted to promote My own website and have the control of designing my own website and and being able to offer different things and you're just getting much more freedom and choice with a Shopify or having not even Shopify but having your own um store as opposed to relying on someone else's website essentially to bring in the money because I always and this is my overthinking brain going what if Etsy stops or not in the high street stops or even Instagram stops like you we can't rely like I don't want to rely on other people's uh websites essentially to get customers in although I mean for that to happen that would be a huge what if and that's me catastrophizing as I I'm very good at um but I'm so glad you said that because so
0: I think so many people you know I've said on this podcast multiple times I don't wholeheartedly don't agree with people building businesses on Instagram because it can shut you down tomorrow it can yeah, you know exactly. instagram goes down all the bloody time doesn't it yeah
1: <laughs> yeah we can't so i'm, I'm glad you said that um yeah there was and mm, i was gonna say something else it's, it was very clever at the time and now i've forgotten it but oh no okay, it'll come back it'll come back uh yeah just having like your own website and putting all your focus onto that and that's that's all your own work that's everything like you 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 have the choice to do whatever on there and and create mailing lists and just have have that control to do whatever you want with it really and it does mean like I spent hours just like changing tiny little things for basically no reason well there (laughs) there must be a reason but at the time I'm like I'm just going to try this and change this and and all that
0: but as you say, that gives you, you know, building your own website gives you the freedom and, and the ability to be able to do that, doesn't it? So Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: there's a plus side to it. Yeah, definitely. It's oh, I remember what I was gonna say. I got there. Uh I I've had like my own website for about five years now. And I'd probably say for the first three years it barely barely got any orders. So I was I was with a change to Shopify about two years ago. And I, like I said, it's only been within the last two, three months that's been maybe a bit like five or six months that it's actually been worth it but no. I knew that that's what I wanted to do so I knew that that's what I had to do so I just had to keep plugging it and keep working on it to make it better than w- where people would want to shop to go there rather than elsewhere but also like Etsy and a High Street are, g- are great for bringing in new customers because they're not essentially looking for you they're looking for A card and the product, yeah, yeah. They find your stuff and then it goes from there.
0: That's amazing, and that's such a good way of being able to kind of explain that. Because for me, when I have personal conversations with people and they say, "Oh, I I sell on Etsy and I only sell on it. I'm never going to have a website," and I'm like, "Ah, to me, like Etsy should be seen as a as a marketing channel because, like you say, it brings in new customers."
1: Yeah, definitely. That's a good way of thinking about it. it. Is it is marketing because you're putting your stuff out there for them to find but they're not if they're going onto your website they're looking directly for your stuff whereas yeah etsy and all that you're they're like i said just looking for a product and they find it but yeah marketing tools a good way of describing that i like that <laughs> thank you
0: um and in terms of kind of your marketing what would you say is probably i wanted to say easiest but let's not go with the easiest what's kind of What brings in the most for you? Is it your emails? Is it Instagram? What channel would you say provides the biggest return on the time that you spend on it?
1: I would say, if you'd asked me that question about two months ago, I would have probably said Instagram, but only just and no more. Wow. I, I go through a phase where I think, am I, like, posting anything and anyone's, like, acknowledging it or, like, interested? But I know that's, again, just my brain overdoing it. But I've been looking into Facebook ads the last two months, and they have helped big time. Um, confusing, but <laughs> but very beneficial once you get them working. So now I would say it's uh, Facebook ads more than Instagram. But Instagram is definitely picked up again as well. And, yeah, then I want to try, like, I want to focus more on uh, SEO and get that all up to par and it's never ending isn't it
0: it really is and I mean just listening to you it sounds tiring but I mean it's it's what I do for a living so I get it <laughs> yeah. like
1: if, if it's so easy to forget that you when you run a business you have to do all that part all that stuff at the same time and I also guess you don't have to um but if you want to make it a business that is giving you Money. I mean, I guess you don't have to. If it's working for you and you don't need to do the marketing, don't do it. But I feel like everyone has to do marketing in some way or another. Yeah, I oh, feel like it's it's a pretty big yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. And um good to have. And like you said, like Etsy is marketing, so
0: that's I mean, that's just how I see it. I don't I just think so many people rely on it. And again, I kind of put it into that pot of kind of building on borrowed land, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like it's it's someone else's website. Mm. And I've seen so many people get their shops shut down. Yeah, yeah. And you just don't, that would be like the worst nightmare for so many businesses. So, yeah.
0: And what made you, I've been talking a lot about Facebook ads recently. Uh And I think there's almost a kind of, I feel like there's a point where you, people feel like they have to get to a point before they kind of go, I'm going to spend money on Facebook ads. Would you, A, agree with that and B, what was kind of the point where you went, I'm going to try this out? Because it is an expenditure, isn't it? It is. You yeah, know, you yeah. Kind of, definitely You is. kind of go, oh, I've got to spend money before I'm going to see anything back. Uh, yeah. Um,
1: well, for me, it was usually at this time of year, I do a lot of markets and like every weekend I'm at a different place selling and stuff. And I knew that that wasn't happening this year. So I really wanted to use that extra time to uh, spend it working on marketing and stuff so I had a look around and joined a course that that I thought was that was going to help me um, mm. and then just like bashed through stuff and then it was like right now it's time to build your ad and I was like okay I guess I'm going for it then and just <laughs> as always won it and uh, just seen what happened and then like you kind of like the more you do it the more you understand obviously and you're like okay I can see what is working and stuff it's still a minefield but I'm very much I think like top level of knowledge but I can see the difference so I know that it works and as much as it's scary when the the Facebook ads receipt comes up on your account um you know it has paid off so I can
0: totally empathize with that, and I think yeah. I think that the the it's the spending money out that people kind of get blocked with, and it's almost like yeah. I'm like I can't guarantee you the results, but I can assure you that they do work. Like
1: it's yeah, not yeah, like it is horrible so to spend money when you're not physically getting anything, but then you are you're getting those customers, and especially when you're getting the customers to your dot com, your your actual website, then yeah. it's it's hopefully they'll become returning customers and they'll spend way more than what you've spent on them to get that click
0: exactly I love that you definitely learned a thing or two you need to
1: give yourself some credit I think I don't don't ask me anything about all the like acronyms or whatever but <laughs> I had to have them all written down because I couldn't remember them all it's like going back to school, isn't it? It really is. Like, my brain was on overload and I was learning about it. When I was watching the videos, I had to pause about 50 million times to be like, right, what now? What now? And because Facebook changes so much as well. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. You're preaching it to the choir, I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm really conscious of time, but I wondered if you would be able to give anybody listening and thinking of starting a small business, or they kind of might be in that startup phase, your kind of top one to three tips that from your experience you've kind of maybe it's a lesson that you've learned whether it's the hard way or not (laughs) or kind of your top
1: kind of three tips that you would give somebody starting out okay I mean number one I would say just go for it I know that's like the most easiest thing to say ever but You can um and ah over it for ages and think, well, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do that. You've just got to try it. There's so many different ways now, like I've said, that you can try stuff out, and I think it's important to explore that. And it doesn't matter if it doesn't work out. Try something different. There's not a you have to do this and then that's it type thing. It's do whatever you want, change, change it up, do different things, try different things. Just kind of don't be afraid to just try stuff and see what happens and it's not the end of the world if something fails I have thought of a mistake now by the way um my calendar I'm looking at it right now my calendar last year I designed a calendar for the first um first time and three of the months the dates were all wrong so tip number two oh no get someone to proof check everything to make sure that you're (laughs) not doing it i I, I stared at that calendar for ages but obviously i'd stared at it for so long i could not see any mistakes in it um so yeah it wasn't the end of the world and it it was fine like people still bought it they understood that i'm a small business i can't just throw them out and buy new ones but it did i i felt like crap because i was like well if i can't even design a calendar what how am i going to do anything else but then this year I completely checked I got three other people to check so yeah tip number two get stuff checked if you're not Love too that. sure and that's not your 40 get stuff checked so it and it helps big time uh a number three right there's three three things. if you want oh um if you can't think of one then don't worry about it yeah two is good for now just go for okay. it and get stuff checked
0: love that I think that's literally like the only way that me and my mum work well together because I have a habit of like if I write a blog or if I write an email or if I put a proposal together I like to literally just kind of go for it and I type so fast I make so many spelling mistakes
1: yeah yeah
0: so mother bear is my uh proofreader so I'm like mum can you just we've got we've got five minutes because I've (laughs) learned that lesson the hard way big time
1: yeah, it's so easy to do because you're not, like, that's, it's not my main part.
0: Yeah, when you're looking at something all the time. It's like when you, when you write a word over and over and over again, you yeah. start to think that it's spelled wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah. I hate that. That really messes with my brain.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. Don't worry. Well, I'm really conscious of time. So I guess, for me, you've answered all of my questions And it's been an absolute joy to talk to you. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast and being here. I've enjoyed it. It's
1: gone really fast.
0: (laughs) Hasn't it? It doesn't feel like we've spoken for this long. (laughs) No,
1: it really doesn't.
0: Um, For anybody that's listening, that has been absolutely wild, as I'm sure they will have, and they want to find out more about you and your beautiful products. Let everybody know where they can find you, how they can get in touch, and more importantly, buy some of your cards
1: okay so i'm at xoxo designs on instagram a little underscore before and after but i think if you search xoxo designs it should come up you'll see my little smiley face in the in the little profile picture um and my website is xoxo designs by ruth.com you can always also find me on etsy but go to xoxo designs by ruth.com yep
0: <laughs> and if you're not sure why just go back and listen to the rest of the podcast yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for your time, Ruth. It's been an absolute joy.
1: No, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed it and uh, it's been good chatting.
0: Good. Cool. Well, I'll talk to you really, really soon.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Thanks. Thank you.